You are now listening to Grinding True Crime Podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby Gap. Police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism. The building was a scene of ghoulish slaughter. A large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts. Identified more victims and killed even more. Plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Had sex with some of his victims before he killed them. And that he was also a necrophiliac. Hobby sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it. You just gotta use them. You just for gotta right use now. them for right now. No, yeah. I'm just joking. Hobby <laughs> does not suck. I don't want to get <laughs> canceled or anything. Cancel. Uh, Erica says, "Bounce uh, insomnia isn't always bad when I get to listen to you live." Oh, Aww. appreciate Thank you. that. We appreciate that. What's going on, Frankie? Further two eighty two. I was thinking about uh, at some point doing like a rumble. You know the the new. It's like the new YouTube or whatever. The Rumble, Rumble, yeah, that's a platform. It's a platform, yeah, because the YouTube episodes are are. There's a story behind why we paused that right now. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't even hit you guys up because no, we've been so, you... so damn busy. All I know is that we I uh, haven't seen a video in a minute. So yeah, because like, because those are gonna, those are going to reemerge, uh, I believe in in uh, September or October. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at the moment, right now. So. Good to know. Good to know. Yes, it's very good to know. So, how's everyone doing today? We just want to wait till a couple of more listeners come in. Yeah. And Gabby Gab just walked in the building. <laughs> yep, she's here. She's here. What's up, y'all? What is up? What's going on? She's. Are you here? Are you here with your knife, ready to do some wang cutting? Oh, am I going to be stabbing people? <laughs> Quite possibly. A.K.A. Erica says, Hi, Gabby. <laughs> you read it wrong. Don't you see all those exclamation marks? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, Gabby. What up, Glenn? <laughs> What's happening? So, um, like I said, how's everyone doing today? Chatted in. If you guys got a story you want us to, um, you know, do in the future, you can always send a message or message us on our on our platform, um, or on our Instagram or Facebook, YouTube accounts, Grinding True Crimes. You can uh, leave a comment there. We'll try to take into your consideration your uh, request. Yes. And we got, I mean, I've got like, I don't know, uh, five or six cases I'm ready to, to write out. So, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go with those actually. What about you guys? You guys got a few stories? Coming? I got, a, I got a couple of stories. I got one that I, I was wrapping up already. I know Gabby Gab has a few in her chamber. Mm-hmm. I always have a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's just the time to get into them. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the time the time turns you know works for us because I know like lately the schedule hasn't been all that great, but you know it's been horrible. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The show must go on, and we always find time. And you know, even though it's l- later in the afternoon on our end. I don't know what time it is on the ends of the listeners, but the show must go on, right? So we're here. I honestly prefer mornings. I know. I know. I know. I think everyone else do. Get on it, Todd. 
I, I I've got to at least go with this schedule till about September. What? Yeah. So. Because I'm hoping to get like six shows done a a month if we can. It's six to seven. You know, eight was a goal, but I think like six the recordings. Yeah, yes. six recordings would be great. Um, if we could do, I don't know how many lives. lives. Yeah. I mean, we had already settled on two lives, but mm -hmm. then everything changed. Everything so. changed. Even my schedule changed, too. It got complicated. This man has not had a day off in almost a month. Yeah, see? I thought I was working a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, we can get into some stuff. Um, I was telling Matt before he came in the studio, Gabby, that um, remember we were talking about the Long Island murders and how they found those, those bodies? Uh-huh. So there's some major developments. Um, I can't wait for everything to be solved. But for right now, um, you have basically, uh, with all those bodies they found on those beaches and spread out, um, the original caller that got the police to find those bodies because they were looking for her mm -hmm. and they stumbled upon remains and found more and more. Well, they found her body later, obviously, but what people wanted to hear was the 911 calls and those were just released you have that i don't have it right now but i heard it because i was doing some research for it and the 911 calls might not translate good on here that's why i'm not going to play them mm -hmm. but when we're ready for the story they're kind of chilling and it kind of where it's at right now it's going to give you the idea or it's going to make you decide are the two people with her helping her or are they against her? Because what happens is you hear her arguing with them and the 911 caller continues to just ask and ask, is everything okay? Where are you at? She has no idea where she's at. She was a stripper that performed at a bachelor party. Mm -hmm. It's 4.30 in the morning. It's The party's over, but she appears to be high on something. Mm -hmm. And her handler that takes care of her, the driver, the security guard, he's trying to get her out of the house. The guy who who uh, paid for her services is trying to get her out of the house because it's like, man, everyone's already asleep. You know, she starts saying weird stuff. Like they're trying to kill me. And, mm. and, and she's like, no, no, don't do that. Don't. And she, she, and, and then all of a sudden she's calm and then she's asking these questions. And then she talks to the 911 operator, the 911 operator, then, then is can't get her. To, she, she appears to put the phone in the, in her pocket. And then something sinister is said by one of the guys, which is her handler saying, What's up with the phone? And then you hear her scream and she runs. And then after that, it's just the phone bouncing in her pocket until she knocks on several people's door in an upscale neighborhood. And she gets to a point where other people are calling 911 because they're like, there's this lady at five in the morning knocking on the door. Mm -hmm. She knows uh, one lady says, I'm not going to help you. I have a 90 year old mother. I'm not going to let you in the house. You're freaking me out. She calls the cops that's the last time we hear from her she's gone and they wind up finding her remains later right so they caught up to her but those two guys though weren't seen chasing her and they weren't considered suspects after they were investigated what, what the yeah so then there was this whole thing with the cops being in on it like the people were suspecting there's no way that many bodies get buried you know and and, and there's no cops involved and then there was certain bodies that were found in burlap sacks and then and then there was a even a child that was found with its with its mother uh, there was a, a 
what they believe they still haven't identified the Asian man, but they were thinking he was like one of those, you know, um, cross dressers appearing to be like a female prostitute. Mm. But most of them were sex workers and people that worked on Craigslist mm. as as sex workers. So long story short, what just broke the other day in different parts of the beaches is where they had categorized the names of the body. So there's four that were found together and they were called the Jiglo or Giglo four because they were found like right next to each other on, on that part of the beach. Yeah. The they had pulled some DNA and found a match. And as they found the match, they looked into the guy and the guy is this well-respected real estate agent. He's got like two um, homes, like timeshares. And it was sort of like the BTK because BTK, when he was found the serial killer, they wound up seeing that his family was completely blindsided. They had no idea that he was responsible for that stuff. He had an upstanding, and this is how this guy is. The wife had no idea. The, the son didn't know. The man had a, a childhood home. With a, when the police got the DNA, they matched it to him. They, they, they did their research. They got the warrant. They went to his house, soundproof room that the family had no idea. It was a secret corridor in the house. They never saw it. They never saw it. Wow. He had several weapons. His wife thought that he was struggling financially. He had money. He had them on, on, on government assistance. The timeshares that he owned, he said one was from the company that they would some sometimes be able to vacation at. Wow. But she didn't know about the second one, which was had DNA from some of the females, including burner phones and their cell phones. He still had their property. Wow. What? So he's been tagged to, to four of these women, and they were able to identify the fourth one as as because she was Fire Fire Island Jane, Jane Doan. They came out with her name. She was 34 years old. But they've identified those four. And so he also has an unknown property to the family in Vegas. And there had been similar murders Vegas of all places. in Vegas. So they're thinking, and because the time frame that he, that they're thinking about, he was in his mid forties already. And they're like, that's too late for a serial killer to get started. And so you have 19 bodies that would have been found in that Long Island area. But they can only tri attribute him to four so far, but they're not willing to say if they're if, if they can have more DNA or information on those other bodies. I'm pretty sure it, it can't be two murders, yeah. right? Yeah. No, yeah, no way. I agree. It it's, it just can't. You know, there can't be just like several serial killers driving down the beach, and they're like, hey, "That's a great place to bury bodies." You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I definitely. There's no way. No, it has to be him. Yeah, yeah. I, I and, and this guy, his name is uh well, he's right there. That's the man right there. I I'm mean, sorry, it that looks don't like, look like a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit that looks like a serial killer. Rex Yes. Rex Howerman, that's who it is. He does not look like an upstanding citizen. No. Well, he he gave off the presence. He's put on uh let's see where I want to show you the other picture because I cookies miss. <laughs> See, here's the other ones that are, are are there too. Those are the 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 bodies, including the one. There's there's. That one looks, is that the child, or was she? No, no. One of them is the mother, and then there there's the Asian guy. They they don't know who that guy is. There's also a prostitute that was found. 
named two Peach. Look like kids, the two on the left. Yeah, they were kind of young. Wow. So, unfortunately, this is the one that was on the nine one one tape. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, Gilbert. She was the one that you know ran away, but it's the Giglo Beach serial killer, and they're trying to, you know. The one right there on the um, middle row to the right. Mm -hmm. She looks like an old teacher. Oh, she does. Wow. yeah, she does actually. But that's that's the that's the new information on everything. So they only got him for four of the murders. Correct? At this point, yes, but they're thinking that he could. His wife already filed for divorce. Of course. Yeah, and um, this see <laughs> this is him right here. He's put on weight since, but okay, that picture he kind of looks somewhat normal, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry, that man would have creeped me out from day one. But they found, but it's crazy, but they found burner phones and you know, like personal effects. So he was keeping trophies of these women. Yeah, there's like no doubt then. Bouncy ball says, "Remind me of Dexter when they found all those bodies in the in the in the bay." Mm-hmm. And then uh, the real uh, thing, Andrew King said, please look into 2,000 mules. I'm not trolling. I'm very sincere. <laughs> Watch it be a porn site. Mules? 2,000 mules? <laughs> I'm going to let you look down. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have the courage to do that. There you go. And then Joseph says, hey, grinding team, first time on with you live. It's really cool. You three are great. Thank you, Joseph. Thank for the, you. What a support. Appreciate love, that. Man. We appreciate that. Oh, it's a movie. 2,000 mules? Yeah, it looks Ooh. right there. I'm gonna watch that. Looks like it's a movie from a over the pond or something. Ooh, that's interesting. Speaking of movie, we just saw this movie called um, what was that Extraction? Oh no, wait, <laughs> wait, it's uh, it's about the election. Oh, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> the 2020 election. What? Yeah. What's that gotta do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, no lie, I really thought like 2,000 mules, like it was like killing animals or something. I thought it was a bad porno, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying, not, nothing against, uh, it just has nothing to do with uh, true crime, but we just saw this movie called Extraction. It's really good. Oh, is that two, right? Yeah, there's two. There's yeah, two. the first yeah. one I heard sucked. No. It is great. You like the first one? Absolutely. The first one was good, man. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm just saying. The, the second one was, I, man, I saw it. to my jealous. Of course. A little jealous hubby. Who's jealous? <laughs> the fighting scenes hate, were. I can't hate no. Thor. The fighting scenes were amazing. Uh, in the that's movie. my favorite Which one, actor. Part two? Yes. <laughs> you know what? We started halfway and then we stopped. But part one was really good, man. What are you talking about? No, I'm just saying. I'm you just saw saying. it? Yeah. What? <laughs> Don't yeah. be so disrespectful, Dude, man. Okay. I loved it. Part one was good, man. We okay. Haven't finished, <laughs> we haven't finished the second one. Yeah, no, that's what I said. Yeah. Part one. So far, it's yeah, great. Part two is starting off good. Okay. What, why? Why do you think it's not good? Because uh, I think the the acting is much better in part two and the action too. The, action the people was involved great. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But him, I mean, come on. Right. The man is okay. badass. He didn't have the hammer. With you know, <laughs> he didn't, he have didn't have the long hair. He didn't have the long hair. He didn't have uh, Thor and uh, Iron Man and Captain America with him, but he still kicked butt in that movie. Yeah, he did. He did. Kicked some butt. He did. Well, I can't say anything bad. Sorry. No worries, no worries. <laughs> but but you're not jealous, babe. <laughs> no, not at all. Not the jealous type. So so, what do you guys think uh, about this guy? Because obviously they got him dead to rights on the DNA. I mean, if you if you got DNA on at least 
four. 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 That's multiple people. Come on now. And they're all in the same area. Yeah. And and the thing is, this guy is not even close on the police radar. They've written books, uh, written books about this. <laughs> you said it right. Wrote I was about to say another one, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so terrified. <laughs> It wasn't Tukin. It wasn't Simular. No, people. Listen. They wrote in books. She said he looks like the fat, sexy Squidward. <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, Squidward was my favorite. Man. <laughs> Still Squidward is. Squidward can't be sexy. <laughs> wait, no. remember, wait. No, the one episode, he, he looked like um, he got hit in the head a couple of times and he turned into like uh, like the sexy squid dude oh yeah yeah, he's all chiseled he's all chiseled with the chiseled jaw and everything (laughs) that part was hilarious (laughs) yeah yeah but that guy looks nothing like that no 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 he looks terrible so Uh, they're still trying to figure out if he's linked to anybody else yes uh that that's you know obviously it's gonna be an ongoing investigation but it would just be crazy because of all the books written about the story and 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 everyone's ideas. I mean, this thing went deep as far as um, a lot of people were convinced that the Suffolk County Police in New York were behind this. That there that there was a detective or or a rogue police officer making these murders. Uh, a guy, um, what is it? Uh, got in trouble because uh, he was a surgeon. And some of the bodies had been hacked up. Ooh. Yeah. So like, cause they had found that one that they just identified. Uh-huh. They found her feet first oh. and then they found her head in another area. So, so that's why like they're, they're thinking, wait a minute, can it be the same guy? Because some were in burlap sacks. Some of them were dis- uh, not dissected, but um, cut up. And, you know, not all of them were killed the same way. So, and, and, and they, they found a couple that were drowned, you know, like in the water, but, you know, but, but had ligature marks around their neck. Um, he did whatever he needed to do to get them. What if he did? That would, that would be crazy. He'd be, not everybody follows like one process, do they? No. Most most of them will. Yeah. They'll have an MO, but. Yeah, but I mean, I'm. He don't strike me as someone that has an MO. He strikes me as someone who just is an opportunist. And you know, that's a good point. Yeah. He looks like he would, however, he takes care of what he has to do, and then he will just finish off however it's convenient for him. That's what he looks like to me. Because what if you tortured him? Because that's who would, who has a soundproof hidden room from your family? You know, what if he tortured him at the house where the family was living and then just up and took him and dumped him? Yeah, that's true. That's, but then, but what if, the the thing that people are are also trying to figure out is the woman from the 911 call if those two guys aren't responsible for her disappearance they've the police have cleared them over the years cuz that was back in 2010 mm-hmm. what if he was disposing of an of a body out there cuz she ran into that area that last time she was seen she ran towards that beach what if she he, ran into the killer yeah, what if he he just happened to be there? I don't know, man. That, that that's the thing. I mean, that sounds that po- like a po- drugs. Mm-hmm. She don't know what the hell she's doing. Yeah, I mean that does sound like a possibility. You know, it could be a coincidence, but I don't know, man. If you are, you know, you're in front of somebody and you start screaming and running away, I don't know, man. Them other two people has to have something to do with it. I know you're on drugs and everything. 
I was just about to say, it kind of sounds like uh, Joseph Fritzl. Um, it had, he had a, a soundproof basement. Good one, uh, Erica. Um, I don't know, man. You're on drugs and all, but stuff like that, you're running away from people. And, you know, I don't know. I think those two guys had something to do with something. Mm-hmm. But you could be right. You know, coincidentally, he she probably ran into him on the on, on the wrong day, and he sees her and takes it as an opportunity to, you know, get another victim. Yeah, I mean, so he just didn't want witnesses, so he took her out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's true. She probably saw him doing coincidence you know. or not. Coincidence has happened, so it's possible. It just it's weird to me that I mean, this case is started getting me how I was with the with the um. What, what's his name? Um, Joseph James D'Angelo. The the why am I forgetting the name? Because I was like the big. That's the thing that got me into really wanting to do the podcast. So oh, uh, the the, 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 the uh, strangler. Um, not the strangler. Um, the, uh, Golden State. Golden State. There you go. How can I forget that? <laughs> that was but, the one. I know that's like the one. That was for the you. one. <laughs> that was your. That was my baptism of the crime with Todd. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was at night sleeping with. <laughs> With the ex, and I was like, "Go and see killer. He's he's coming through the glass door." You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm at this guy's house in the kitchen, and we were doing another podcast that we started with prior to doing this. And he's like, "Dude, they finally got him." And I was like, <laughs> "Who?" I'm like, "Who? Who got who?" Like, I'm thinking sports related. And he's like, "The Golden State Killer," and I'm sitting there like, "Who? <laughs> who the heck is that?" <laughs> He's like the Golden State Killer from the Nuggets, like from the Warriors, like who who we play for? No, the Golden State Killer. So I had to Google it. I've never seen or heard of this guy before. Yep, yep. And he's like, and that's how I got into crime because Scott Todd got me into it, and I was just like, oh, this guy. So I quickly got a little synopsis. Uh, what's I can't even pronounce the word. Quickly got a little uh, summary of the Golden State Killer, and and then the rest was history. But this dude was obsessed. I'm talking about upset. Yeah. Watching every uh, uh, jury trial and everything. I'm like, dude, you're into this. He's like, dude, you don't understand, man. I was really into this. I wanted to know who it was. And I think you even went to the. Uh, yeah, I traveled up you north. traveled up north just to go. <laughs> I think you're crazy. I saw his house. You and... saw his house. In there. I was offended. We weren't invited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you man, guys can do the road trip. Dude. I get, I we think... said we would. Oh. You promised me you'd take me up there. Well, so. we'll go. We'll go. I think you. I, I left my tablet at your house one time or somebody, uh, you, you borrowed it or something. And I come back. I see pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this guy took <laughs> pictures. <laughs> nah, but that, that was a crazy case. That was a crazy case. Yeah, and that's that's how I think this one's going down too. Like, like there's like think it's so? yeah. I you think, think it's more obviously it's more, but you think he's there's a lot more to, to it. I don't know. I'm not convinced, but then again, I'm like it's just too coincidental. You know, like there has to be more to it. Usually, you don't get multiple serial killers in the same area. No, dumping no. bodies in the same area. No, that's that that's very uncommon. Yeah, I mean, there's and it's it's rare when that stuff happens like that too. And again, like. There were so many theories about this case prior to this guy just popping up like that. It didn't take you to one guy. Like, again, the police were saying there could be two, three serial killers right there. Um, we just don't know. And I think that's why they were able to link these four quickly to him. But I think I just have a feeling that there's more information they're not going to let out yet. Imagine there's more bodies in another area that he put. There possibly could. That's why they're thinking Vegas. Yeah. 
Because sometimes when you got a serial killer, they spread it out. Mm-hmm. They don't put them all in one spot. They'll put multiple in one spot, but then they'll spread it and put another multiple in another spot, and this, that, and the third. So who knows, man? Yeah. All I know is that it's sad that all those uh, people had to die like that. Talking about that, I saw a report yesterday that they found a body in a barrel. Was it Santa Monica Nothing. Beach? San- was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, just this uh, week. Hermosa Beach? No. Is it that rapper guy? No, no the 32-year-old. No, the 32-year-old black male. They found a body at the beach. I can't remember which beach it was out here. But um, I want to say it was Hermosa. No, it was one of them. And it was recent, like the guy just no, died? No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about like a couple, like this week. No, I'm saying like the, the, the guy the had guy, to be gone the for a guy while. Got, uh, the guy that died. Uh, he died Malibu. around July 28th. Malibu, there you go. Around July 25th or 28th, around that time, they reported him missing. Oh. But they the body, uh, a, a barrel washed up, I think. And um, what do you call those people? Javante Murphy. Something like that. What do you call those divers? Uh, the... They save you. What the heck? Oh, Life Coast Guard. Coast Guard. There you go. Lifeguards. There you go. I'm drawing a blank. Um, someone found it, and then a Coast Guard went up to it and opened it, and there it was. Oof. And they were like, yo. And so they called the police. And This was recent. This was like, I want to say Thursday? Thursday. Thursday they found the body, but he was dead approximately around July 25th, between July 25th and 28th. Man, that's people watching movies or seeing what happened here when the when it was dried out before we had all that rain. Mm-hmm. They're finding all those barrels with former uh-huh. mob hits. Yep, in the lakes. Yeah, there you go. Found July thirty first. There you go. Mm. That's that's. I mean, pe- right when you think you've seen it all, or you think that people, you know, because we get distracted in, in a lot of times with, you know, what's happening po- politically or whatever, and and so it's like you don't really see um they're not broadcasting or making it known unless it's someone that the media wants you to know about that's missing but people go missing all the time all the time mm-hmm. and and there's these these people that have this planned for years or maybe months and they're like you know what i'm going to make so and so disappear or i'm going to kill my wife or i'm going to kill my husband or that associate and then most of those people we never find out about yep you know, we were just watching a show before we left to come over here um, in Georgia. I forgot. I think like 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't finish the story. So uh, but there was Georgia a or Virginia. It was Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. It was a, a couple that lived next to each other. And there was a robbery at one house. They beat the woman in that house like severely. She survived. But when she got to the hospital, um, they tried to, um, you know, re- Resuscitator, resuscitator and mm-hmm. brain dead. but she was declared brain dead a couple of days later until they pulled the plug so she was murdered then the house literally right next door to it is robbed the same day and so they're like yeah how is that a, you know that's a coincidence why is this house robbed and then the one next door to it but when they saw the door handle they saw blood so they automatically knew like okay the person that robbed the first house came to this house and robbed it and left blood traces and the, the police quickly thought like this has to be connected because who robs a house and then you got the way you murdered somebody 
You and then you go to another house and rob it again. Usually, when you murder somebody, you're trying to get the heck away and try to get the heck out of there so nobody can see you. Mm-hmm. You don't go to another house and say, "Oh, whoop de doo, let's get this right, ne- right, literally right next door." So, um, basically, they're saying that it had to have been someone related to, or it had to be like a you know a, a setup. Mm-hmm. So, where we got right now is that the a couple of days later. The next door lady, the uh, the lady, uh, the mother that lived in the other house that got robbed, ended up getting shot in the leg. A few days later, so the police are thinking, okay, maybe they they both got involved in a gang or something, and somebody was looking or trying to get their money back. When the detective arrived on scene, they noticed a young man sitting outside of the sitting across the street from both houses, just sitting there. And just, you know, watching and stuff. So he, the police goes up to him and say, hey, you know, let me check him and stuff. And he, he kind of got suspicious of the little boy. And he said, hey, let me see your shoe. He showed him the shoe and there's a piece of glass stuck in between the shoe. So he puts him on the scene of the crime. But shortly after, like I said, um, they got a phone call about um, um, uh, the woman getting shot. So anyways, that's where we're at right now. Come to find out. The woman who got shot in the leg was having an affair with the woman's uh, husband who got murdered. Mm. So they were all friends. friends. Next door neighbors. They were really good friends. And so she was having an affair with her man. He decided to end it after a while and she was not happy about it. But then it turns out while he was out on business, he had called her. They had a long conversation. They were still having phone sex. (laughs) So... Now they were suspecting the husband and her have to do with it. But this woman, she was just really adamant on disappearing her because she wanted her man. Mm. So her brother was actually in jail for some accident, some traffic thing. Mm. And he actually came forward to talk to the detectives and told them, I think it's my sister who got her killed or killed her because she had already told me prior that she had been having an affair with her husband and she did not want to let him go. She wanted her dead. And I thought she was joking. This wasn't serious. And she said, no, seriously, I want her dead. Wow. So yeah. she asked her brother, how do we get rid of her? Can we get rid of her? And he said, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> He's a we. Who are you talking about? <laughs> I'm already in jail. <laughs> so he said, you know, pretty much what that conversation was. So he really feels that it was her. Wow. So when the husband got back from California, immediately... They came in, was like, so tell me about the affair. And he was just like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. Damn, they know. So he, I mean, he openly admitted and even mentioned stuff that was embarrassing to him. So the police felt like, okay, he's very sincere in telling us the truth. Maybe he didn't have anything to do with it. Because at the time, he was in California. So they was painting him as a suspect because... How coincidentally, you're in California, then, you know, your house is robbed. Yeah, you're trying to set up an yeah. alibi. So that's where we left off that. Oh, okay. So, I know the story already, though. We saw this story before on a different show. I think so. I can't remember. But what do you guys think, based on the story so far? Do you think the husband has something to do with it? Do you think the woman set it up? Or do you think the, she got her sons to do it? I can't remember the story. Well, Gabby says she remembers it, but I can't remember it. So... The mom and her son had a very weird relationship. He was very like, kind of like the son who didn't do anything. He was kind of like down. They weren't proud of him. 
their other son was like, oh my God, that was like their obsession. They're so proud of this guy. He's accomplishing so much. So this guy's probably more like the embarrassment. Mm. She could manipulate this one to do anything she wanted because he always wanted to please his mom. So she ended up getting him to go in there, make it look like a, you know, somebody broke in and she was going to be coming home from dropping off her son from school. So he went in there to attack her and kill her. And then she called him or he called her when he was done. And she said, go to the house now and break into our house and make it look like that's a robbery too. Both of the homes were targeted. When she got shot in the leg, she ended up shooting herself. They weren't sure if it was her or she made her son shoot her in the leg to make it seem that somebody was after both families and they had nothing to do with it. How later co- on, she confessed. How coincidence still in the leg, though. Yeah, in the leg. Not well, the- yeah, because she didn't want to die. Yeah. Oh, and then she said, some, the same person said, now, if you don't give me all the money and all the stuff, the I next bullet the the is in your face. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, well, I'll be on the lookout for that. <laughs> on oh, that mystery, is, man. The funny thing in court is how people are saying their relationship was so freaking awkward, like creepily close. That's, that's, yeah. Who knows what else was going on, right? But we've had enough of those incest stories. Yeah, he did what <laughs> oh, the yeah. mom wanted. And then in court, she testified against him. And he was cool with that. And didn't he take the fall? I think he did take the fall. Wow. He, um, she still got, she still went to prison. Of course. Okay. Um, but during the court videos, you could see like she would turn around after talking about her son and pinning it on him. She turns around and she smiles at him and says hi, and then she blows him a kiss. And it's like, what mother does that after you've like pretty much ruined your son's life? That's it. That's some mommy dear stuff. <laughs> Oof. That's a psycho right there. You okay. can't you can't you're not even supposed to have the man you can't have, but you end up getting him anyway, because you're cheating and stuff. But once he finally says, Okay, enough's enough, you're obsessed with him. It's like, no, I can't let him go. So you gotta Take out the one person that you know is in your way of getting uh, what you want. That's kind of like the story you did with the, the Asian lady. I forgot her name, but she took out mm-hmm. her husband and her two young her kids because she wanted to be with her lover. And he was like, no, nah, I can't be with you because you're married and you got kids. Yeah, I, I seen this <clears throat> one. It was an interrogation that they just released. It happened in 2018 or 19. Uh, oh, what was that say right there? Uh, bouncy ball says i do that at my girls um school recitals but wouldn't recommend doing it in court oh the kiss yeah <laughs> they're kissing and blowing kiss. <laughs> Good one, baby. yeah i would do that in the recital but no nah, not in no court oh yeah they're gonna be like she's strange <laughs> i'll be like do you have something to do with it too <laughs> yeah thank you for liking the show not in or not in you, me- you remember when we were talking last time about like my ex and her having a like a stranglehold and you guys were man it has to be something in the, you know uh-huh. it, uh-huh. oh yeah, yeah so yeah. there was a story like that that reminded me of that because it was real quickly it was a um lady that was uh they showed her entire interrogation she had two kids but her husband had died um of you know in the car accident or something something real uh fast and oh no, he offed himself. He killed himself. She could she couldn't get over the fact that he killed himself. So she was she was like, you know what? Like I want to join him one day. And she was like going in and out of psycho wards, even though she had two small kids, seven and two. Mm. Um, she started to get this mentality of wanting to take pain out on other people. Then, if she wasn't going to kill mm. herself, 
so she got a boyfriend who was really legit into her and everything and and you know he'd never been treated that good she was manipulating the hell out of him using his car his credit cards everything it just it was working it was the power of the p and uh so you don't know what that means look it up yes <laughs> so she's playing this other guy at the same time and they all three of them go to hang out now the one the, the younger one that she was playing using the card in the in the in this car um what happens is she calls her mom all of a sudden one night and says hey some stuff went down uh, i love you very much take care of my kids but i killed um i killed uh my my boyfriend chris and the mom was on the phone because they were looking for chris the guy the older guy she stabbed him over a hundred times and they found his body in a hotel room and 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 or or his house and so when they're on the manhunt looking for her they go to a hotel to another bloody scene the the guy that the guy yeah that was that was p-whipped he was shot three times including twice in the head now she's still on the run and they're trying to chase her down and they finally you know she they get into a car chase with her she's threatening to kill herself to get in a standoff she doesn't have the guts to kill herself so in the interrogation room she's explaining all the things that are why she was doing the things she did her upbringing and she said that the night of the murder she just had enough of chris and she wanted to start a killing spree she oh. bought a couple of guns she wanted to take out as many people as she possibly could. So for no apparent reason, she started stabbing the guy. The other guy, when she asked about killing him, she didn't kill him. The guy survived. The three, two shots to the head? Two shots to the head. He survived. And his interrogation, he sounded fine because they interrogated him like a month later. He's totally out of the coma, talking wow. like it never happened. And he's praising her, saying how much he was in love with her, Still? And, and that she made hey, a mistake. Hey, man! <laughs> and that he, they found out the cops found out that not only when when she started stabbing that dude, the guy was overpowering her. He helped her out by taking a tire iron and beating the guy so she can get on top of him and then take control, stabbing him. Yo, that's cold. And then when it came down to it, she was telling him that I want you to tell your parents goodbye because we're going to go on a killing spree. We're going to do a Bonnie and Clyde because uh, she was into all, you know, she, dude, you know how deep her love for, for death was all of a sudden? She was Thanos. She had people, literally the FBI found ISIS people wishing her happy birthday because she was saying how she wanted to kill a uh, kill Americans and perform atrocities in America. What? Wow. This is a white girl. So I was about to say, what was she? She's a white girl. Wow. And so she was on off one, dude. Like, like she was, she was like she had a tattoo of the two guys who committed Columbine murders on her. Like actual pictures of their face on her body. Wow. What? So with all that being said, she's telling this kid. Was she young? She was in her late 30s. Oh wow. And so she's telling, she's telling the guy, like, hey, we're gonna do do this, right? But then she winds up getting bloodthirsty and shooting him in the head. Now you would think you would not she you was he, he was them? still defending her and still saying how how she was misunderstood then <laughs> you know maybe me. he wasn't all there you know so. me you know me. He, <laughs> what the first it's of that, all it's that mac and cheese hey, man. oh god <laughs> it gotta be something <laughs> for you to be that 
Get that, that stupid. <laughs> Look, I, I hate the fact that he got shot. Yeah. Of course. But come on, dude. If someone tries to kill me, I want nothing, if I survive, I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> at all. I'm trying to kill them. What? No, yeah. man. <laughs> he testified to her character in court. I'm going to say what, um, what's his name? Invincible said, you should have stayed dead. Yeah. Yeah, you should have stayed dead. But this guy, oh, in, the, nah, this guy in the interrogation actually admitted to the, to the part of, so so he's going, he, he went to uh, to jail for murder. So, what? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, well, he, yeah did he did. Her. Yeah, he did yeah. help her, but still, like, come what on, happened to dude. her? Well, she 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 got the life sentences, the two life sentences, but you know, I know she ain't got no wang, but off with her thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ginger uh, Gingerbread Studios. Wait, not uh, Nadine Nadin said, "Why do people become more aggressive in murders?" You know what? Lust, probably. You know, a lot of passion. Lust, passion. That's um, what they were saying for this story, the one we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, because the guy said, I would have never thought she would go to that level, like to kill my wife. And he mm -hmm. started crying. But <laughs> the investigator, he's like, people are crazy. Like, if you're in a passionate relationship, if you're obsessed, you're capable of anything. People will do crazy oh, things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She had no control because she was that obsessed. And that's why, like, detectives will be like, you know, if they if they find a body that's stabbed up a hundred times, that's passion. Yeah, you got to look in that person's history. Like, okay, who was obsessed with them, or who hated them? You know, what what kind of you know people did they associate with? Stuff like that, or it could be like a story. I, I remember you did one where the guy was just stabbing the crap out of people. That was just that, his thing. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. There was a story of in. Uh, was it mine? Or was it, it was. No, it was, it was one of quick, yours. It was a quick story. I think um, you did one in China, right? The, the... Yeah, it was a Chinese. Uh, it was oh, a, with the mall. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, mall. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he stabbed her whew, countless of times, but mm -hmm. it was he was um, off his rocks. Yeah, shit. yeah. So I get that, but no, I still don't. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like he, he, he was. Uh, how, how you call it? Dang. Not yeah, mentally there. Not mentally stable. Yeah, but it, it was. Um, yeah, whatever. He wasn't mentally. He wasn't mentally all there. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So it was like a bull seeing red to him. He or a shark tasting blood to him. He stabbed her, and he she was getting away, and he just had to finish her off. That's how. And then he he finished off the other girl. My th I, I still can't believe the audacity of this man who testified or who basically said she was innocent. And I forgive her and all that. No man, no, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, I mean. It's it's sad. No. It, you wouldn't forgive me, baby? What? You wouldn't say good things about me? If you shot me in the head <laughs> and I survived, you better run. <laughs> but I'm telling you, all best of all, I wouldn't hit a girl, but if you shoot me in the head, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> the, the guy I thought would be like a vegetable or have a speech impediment or something. something. He sounded normal. He spoke better English than me. Was it a BB gun? He shot. She you shot got him. a second chance at life, and you're completely back to normal, and you're gonna go that route. Bruh, really, bruh. 22, 22 caliber. I was about to say he must have got shot with a twenty-two, something small. You know what would have been smarter for his moron self? Hmm. He survives. She goes right. They're gonna whatever run her case. She says he helped me. The one she tried to kill. Mm -hmm. The fact that you tried killing him. Is his defense. He could have been like, no, because I wouldn't 
help her because I kept refusing, mm -hmm. she threatened to kill me and she tried. Yeah. He would have gone free. Mm -hmm. But no, you're going to go over there and say, no, nothing's wrong with her. I helped her. <laughs> yeah, because initially she didn't implicate him. You know what I mean? So I guarantee everybody listening in right now, if someone shot you, I still can't believe if someone <laughs> shot you two times, no, three times, and you survive, you mean to tell me you're going to go in there in court and say, you know what, that person's a good person. I forgive them and all this. No. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. <clears throat> nope. There's um I don't know if you guys have another story, but there's another one that I was looking into, but I decided uh wait, Gingerbread Studios. Oh hey man, let's let him in. Oh, it, it went away. Real quick, let me just catch up on some of these comments real quick. Uh, go for it. Uh Bouncy Ball said, How old is she? I think she you said late thirties. Yeah, late thirties. Uh she said that sounds like uh how a teenager would act, not a thirty year old. I agree. Mm hmm I Totally agree. Uh Gingerbread Studio says, sounds pathetic. I agree with that one. People are so crazy. She was totally obsessed. I'm talking about obsessed. Yeah, for real, for real. Bouncy Boss said, uh, she brainwashed him with that men in black thingy. Yeah. She did something. That voodoo magic, that's something. That she put she that yang yang on him with another thingy. Yeah, she put that yang yang. Oh, <laughs> man. That, yang -yang <laughs> that boy was sprung like a mother. <laughs> Gingerbread said I would kill that person. I would kill yeah, what? Come on. No. <laughs> yeah, there's there. No. Man. What were you saying? You had a story. Oh, I had I had another one, unless you guys have another short one. I don't. No. no oh, okay. Tell us a story, man. Yeah, because your story right here, boy, got me worked up. Oh, uh, the, there's another one that's pretty crazy. So <clears throat> worse than that. Yeah, this is this is a, this is another story. And it's uh it's deep down in in uh, the Texas area as well. well back there. Be careful. So it's two. <laughs> oh come on! I like it. I'm just careful. saying. Don't be so disrespectful. Dis so dis I can't even talk. I can't even talk. <laughs> um, but no, there's stop, exactly. Stop. <laughs> so there's these two kids, right? They're uh, 12 and 14. All right. And they're both in and out of school, been kicked out, going to juvenile hall together. Okay. Um, they go to a release program for troubled adults. Their parents are supposed to take them to the thing. They become really good friends. Mm -hmm. So one of the fathers of the 14-year-old says, hey, you know what? I'm going to take you to this uh, this place and and drop you off. And No, actually, it was in um, Idaho, not not uh, not uh, Texas. But um, so he's gonna, he's. Gonna, I want to drop you guys off at the at the door. It's minimum security, whatever. You just got to do your time. It's like for, for the week or whatever, right? So he drops them off, but they never go. They just take off. Okay. Plot twist in this story, which still to me doesn't make any sense, and is not really explained in the story that I seen and was reading about. But a six year old and a four year old are outside on a street way down the street from their house. We're talking about like six or seven blocks. Whoa. Six and a four-year-old and a boy and a girl. Mm -hmm. They happen to meet up with these two kids that ditched the juvenile hall. Uh. For whatever reason, and this sucks, they stomped those two kids out to where the four-year-old would die in the hospital two days later the six-year-old survived the girl survived the four-year-old boy died mm. the two boys are picked up obviously the 12-year-old confesses the 14-year-old keeps uh, says no nah, you know it wasn't me play stupid 
but they both get convicted. How long do you think they do? Hey, man, they they got 10 years and a, and a, and a butt whooping. Well, because the state tried to get them, delay, they delayed it to see if they can get them to a, a, a year uh, to where the judge can say, okay, we'll consider you as adults. So how long do you think they did? Uh, hopefully at least 10 to 15. Mm-mm. I'm going to say they went for 20 years, but they didn't serve the 20. No. Uh, the 12-year-old got a year and a half and then probation. Like Bouncy Ball said, a what slap on the hell? wrist. Man, yeah. if I was the parents of those two. And, and They're murderers. Yeah. <laughs> and the other. The other You're thing, killing me, Tom, right now, boy. You got my heart pumping. <laughs> so so the, the 14-year-old, though, got um, five years. He got five years, but three years was already served. From 14 to 17 by the time they did him for for the uh you know the, went to court so he did two more years after that and then was released that's stupid the 12 year old goes on to make something of his life reform and moves on that's just the start of the story what so the the kid that was 14 years old now fast forward 20 years later because oh, this happened 30, this happened 30, in the mid 80s or something so fast forward and there's a grandfather with his grandson with uh a, the father of the kid there at this house and they're you know just watching tv at the time with another friend and they're all drinking or whatever except the little kid the wife is away she's out shopping and all of a sudden someone breaks in with a mask a real weird looking mask and get out and has a gun and tells ties them all up including the little the little two-year-old boy and the three that are on the ground the family is a little weirded out because one of the, the you know the guy that was coming over to watch tv with him is conversating with him with the the perpetrator you know he doesn't think that they're hearing you know and so they're like man he so-and-so knows him because i don't remember the names but basically they you know they were conversating and then they figured out you know hey like the father tried to get out and he uh, he was trying to get his self loose to get his son loose to get him out the window or something the guy comes in there and, and threatens him with a he had a bigger caliber gun it's not a 45 but it's a pretty big caliber gun um well you want to see take this or should we finish the story gingerbread oh it, it hangs up right away. yeah it hangs up right away i don't know if you're trying to get in but so anyway um they're doing their you know he's trying to like do his thing or whatever and um rob the rob the the family the wife comes home from, mm. from you know and she's unexpected she doesn't know anything else like that they get into a tussle and she starts to try to stab the guy because you know she sees the gun in his hand and everything and they're going back and forth the guy shoots her twice and then she locks herself in the room. And then on that one, there's a 911 call, unfortunately, mm. where she's saying that she was shot and that she's dying. Please save her family. And she only mutters a few other words before passing out and dying on the phone with a 911 operator. Oh, sucks, man. The husband then tries to fight with a guy. But now that he knows that she was on the 911 call, everything goes haywire. And he sort of sucker punches the guy that he knew and then proceeds to shoot the grandfather, father, and two-year-old 
execution style in the head. Damn. Now, he flees, and they're able to catch him later on because they interrogate the guy who was friends with him, and he gives up the name finally. It was an inside job. They thought the grandfather had $100,000 from his company that he retired from years ago, stashed there. That was the rumor. No no set in stone. They knew the money was there. They just thought it was there. And then he tried ransacking the house but didn't have enough time after he shot all three. Two big surprises, two big twists in this story. What's the twist? The two-year-old was shot twice in the head. Survived. Survived. Wow. Behind the ear and uh, in the back of the head. Survived. No brain damage. Wow. No brain damage. The father survived. What? No brain damage, just you know, some nerve damage in the fingers. He but he survived. I mean, if you take a shot in the head, yeah, the grandfather survived. Survived. Either so, just the mom died. Just the mom died. The one who wasn't home. The one one that was just happening to be coming home after grocery shopping. She died. Yo, I'm thankful all of them survived. You know, sorry for the mother. And do you know who the murderer was? That 14-year-old grown up with no life and was just dicking around and wanted some free come-up money later on. So the 12-year-old learned from his lesson, grew up to be an upstanding citizen, had a family, grew up and and made something of himself. This bastard continued to be farting around with drugs and alcohol, and he murdered and attempted murder three others. He's on death row right now. I say take him. Yeah, he should be taken out because he's not in California. So, yeah. <laughs> Gingerbread said, "Wow, ten years is way too much for those kids." I don't know. I, I feel like they should have got at least ten for stomping out innocent kids like that. That's kind of like the story I did with the those boys that um, tortured. Oh, I forgot it now. Can't even think of the story. They tortured them and, and stabbed them, and they um, the little boy, the little boy. Oh, by the railroad by tracks. The railroad oh, tracks. I hated that yeah, story, dude. Like, come on, man. No offense, but no. that was that was tough. Yeah, dude. Like, I, at twelve years old and fourteen years old, we wasn't. Come on, now, we wasn't thinking about you know torture. better already. You you, you have some kind of sense of right and wrong. Yeah, you might cross the street probably without looking still or something stupid. You know, pee. Look, I don't want to be a jerk. For the 12 year old he learned from the mistake or whatever and moved on became upstanding mm-hmm. to me you will never be an upstanding person agreed agreed how do you go on in life and live your life and have your family and have your own kids knowing you stomped to death the kids of somebody else i couldn't i would have nightmares i don't understand that yeah, I, I don't either. I'm sorry if I'm being cruel or people think I'm mean, but he should have killed himself. I don't, I don't see. I, I, no, I wouldn't go that far. I, I, sorry. Look, no, I'm, I, look, people I, who are capable of doing something so horrible yeah. to children do not deserve to live. I get it. I get your frustration. All I'm saying is, people can change. I mean, look at not to be religious or anything. Look at Peter, the Apostle uh, Peter, uh, not Peter, uh, Paul, whatever. Um, you know. They he killed and had people killed, and he changed his life around, and he was upstanding citizen. They reform. Yeah, what I'm saying is, you can change. You can make a mistake. You can do something so horrible. You should be punished for it. You can change your life around. 
but as far as like killing yourself or you know throwing the book at you at a young age like that i i would say put some put some pressure on them for sure hey have them serve as an adult something like that you know give them five ten years you know give them hard labor something like that you know may, hopefully they change clearly the 14 year old didn't because look what happened he tried to he killed another person tried to kill three more people over some i heard they got money here first of all you got to scope out the scene if you know somebody got you know some guap or something like that you you got to scope it out man but even even then i mean think about it <clears throat> are those people's lives worth that much money you know what i'm saying like $105,000 how long are you going to live on that you know what i mean like where like, they at? it depends on where they at well the idaho area idaho you can live off 100,000 <laughs> But I mean, I think the one thing is tying them up and robbing them, like you executing them like that over money. Yeah, that's 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 horrendous. And the two year old in itself, too. I mean, like, um, I don't know. I mean, again, some people are just lost souls. You know, they can't that's be true. recouped. That is true. And that seems like one that just fell through the uh, through the cracks. And, you know, if you ever watch that show Mind Hunter the the one that interrogates the serial killers they get the kind of oh, like yeah, we, we, I love yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so one of the 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 female fbi agents from quantico she was um i, I started to read some of her articles and she asked a poignant question to several serial killers like jeffrey dahmer ed kemper a bunch of them right she asked them point blank if you were to have been stopped early you know, because it seems like in all those stories, we always talk about a serial killer always gets a break or two before they get on a real run to where they feel invincible. That's true. And and the, the, the lady said, or the agent said, well, if you were caught, do you think you would have continued do you, or do you think you would have stopped? And all of them, male or female, said, yeah, had we been caught early, chances are we don't escalate. But you get that escalation because it's a high every time you commit a it's wrong. Like a drug. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a drug. So so just imagine if these people are caught early and not slapped on the wrist. You know, these are most of these atrocities don't take place. But sometimes they do get caught and you got some bungly <laughs> bunghole uh cops or people uh you know dna didn't match or what is something like some, you got some johnson oh yeah johnson plenty of johnsons and then they get out and, or well, nowadays they go they on bond because they you know they already know they can get away with it so mm -hmm. they feel powerful yeah man that sucks man i'm just glad all three of the uh the those guys survived sucks yeah, for the mom. the mom sucks for her yeah and, and that's she cool. went out like a gito she, she did called 911 like hey protect my family and you know that was her last word and thankfully you know they survived so, you know, that's how I come up on a lot of those stories sometimes. Call me whatever, but <laughs> I'll listen to the, like, Call if you, crazy. yeah, if, <laughs> if you go like, cause what I do is I'll listen to 911 calls, most disturbing 911 calls. And those are freaking hard to listen to sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. And, but, but 
some of them you hear and and I'm like, man, I want to hear the backstory on that. Like, like what's the backstory on that? So then I start. Give you information. Yes, it does. So, so, so I'll leave a link. Sometimes like the people that make the videos on YouTube, they'll leave the description of the people or the court case. Mm -hmm. And then I could click on there and then get all the information on it. And then I'm like, Oh, that might be a case for later. You know what I mean? Cause that's how he does it. Yeah. Cause I I, I could find (laughs) someone there. Like if I don't know the big ones, I like to find a small one, but with the disturbing, like, all those I got from those disturbing phone I calls. I always wondered how you knew about audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does his homework. I, I'm just Bouncy giving out Ball, my secrets. Bouncy Ball says, I like the bungly cops better <laughs> instead of Johnson's. <laughs> you might have to look into that. No, I had a story real quick. It's a short one. Um, There was these uh, siblings. One, kind of like the black sheep. This guy had nothing to do with his family. You know, every, uh, the siblings had a good life. They moved on. And um, they were older, probably in their late 40s, probably early 50s. Mother was still alive, but, you know, obviously she's an old age. And um, one of the oldest brother um, was taking care of her. They never told the black sheep brother, let's just say his name is John. They never told John where his mother was because they didn't want him. They want nothing to do with him. They didn't. Um, Nothing. Nobody. Nobody knew. He knew where his older brother lived. He lived in Utah. This guy lived in California, Long Beach to be exact. This dude load up his car, drove, it's like 700 miles. Okay. All the way to Utah to confront his brother. Because, you know, he, he wants to see his mom. He wants to, you know, be with his family, whatever. But he was, he, I don't know if he had records. I don't know if he was on drugs. But we all have that one family member where it's like, okay, he's, we got to keep away from him because he's not right. He's just, we all have that one. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, long story short, you see him on the video. It's on video too. It's on YouTube. You see him knock on the door and he's like, you know, hey, uh, you know, what's going on? You know, how's mom? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. The brother opens the door because, you know, at the end of the day, that is your brother. He opens the door. He's talking to him. Everything's normal. All of a sudden, dude pulls out a gun, goes inside the house, and a tussle breaks out, and he starts shooting his brother. Now, the brother had a wife, and he was able to – his sacrifice of him, like, kind of fighting with the the brother Mm -hmm. was was allowed the uh, wife – to escape out the back door. Oh, so he's going to kill the wife too? He was trying to kill everybody. Oh, damn. So, but he, you know, fought him off while being shot. He got uh-huh. shot a couple of times and he was fighting him off so that she, he don't shoot the wife. Um, 911, either she called the wife or, you know, the neighbors called the wife, uh, called the police because the uh, police showed up. This dude had all kind of guns. He was going out blazing. He was just, he was just, I don't know. He was just going to kill everybody. So the video cuts, and then all of a sudden it goes into the part where the police are outside, guns drawn, mm-hmm. waiting for him to come out. And he comes out shooting. Pop, 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 pop. Police are returning fire. He comes out spraying. Next thing you know, the police officer had a great aim. Dome shot. Boom. Dropped him. That was it. That was it. Blood Damn. leaking everywhere. And, um, you know, they took him out. And I'm like, You're what? You're so graphic. Hey man, <laughs> Blood leaking everywhere. it was leaking, man. That porch, was brain red. matters that porch, all over the place. That porch was green and ended up red. Dog was licking it up, hey, man. All of the above. <laughs> no, nah, but um, I felt bad, you know, like for the brother. You know, mm-hmm. he opened up the door. He, you know, talking to his. 
I don't know if it was a middle child uh, uh, bouncy ball. I I know he was younger, um, and um, he lost his life, but he was able to save his wife. Yeah, with his heroics. So I, I commend him for that. But the bastard, you know, drove all the way to Long Beach with a purpose to kill. You, you know what his purpose? You don't load up guns to yeah. drive seven hundred miles just to talk. You're just not. Yeah, he wanted to go out. Yeah, he wanted a blaze of glory and shoot. He, no telling how many people he was going to shoot up that day if it wasn't for the cops coming pulling up to the scene and taking care of business. That kind of reminds me of that whole Las Vegas shootout, you know, like from the, mm, the, the, the MGM where they just brought all them damn weapons, you know. Um, it's it's crazy. It's insane how nobody saw anything. That still mm-hmm. don't make right? sense to me. He's walking in there with guns and nobody saw anything. Which one? The Vegas shooter. Oh, the Vegas shooter. The yeah. one that they were saw. helping him bring his luggage up there too, yeah. <clears throat> Here's my thing. I know it was a long time ago. Here's my thing. You check in a hotel and you don't come out for days. Something's up. You don't come out to breathe. Like, come on, you gotta. If I'm the concierge, now, now, if it's a man and woman, if it's a man and woman, I get that. I get it. But he, but even still, you gotta get get that funk out. I think. Oh God. (laughs) I think they gave him. I think they gave. Oh jeez. You gotta do. You gotta be seen. You got to be heard. I know you're going to hear something, you know, so, but you got to. Hey, man, let's keep it 100. That, but, mac, that mac and cheese. That mac again. and cheese, boy. <laughs> Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Oh. I, he wasn't. But no, but seriously, come on. You got to do something. If I'm the owner of a hotel and I don't see somebody for a couple of days, mm. I would tell somebody, hey, do a, you know, house check. You know. But the problem is that those guys are high rollers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they get they get preferential treatment. He had like one of the best suites in that place. Uh, but and it was Still, come on, yeah, you know, I know. And Welfare it, check. It, I haven't it, seen this guy in two days. I want to make sure my mm. guest is all right. He could be dead. Let me. Well, think about it, dude. He was actually planning to do the. Uh, I think there was a festival the day before there too, mm-hmm. like another concert. He was planning on shooting that one up. It's the luck of the draw, dude. Those people had no, no clue idea. that they were going to be targeted. And yeah. in some of the videos, you can see them still dancing. And well, we yeah, know what gunshots you, sound like. We live in South Central. We, yeah, you but hear. it was freaking loud. Like, I get it. Not everybody it, realized because some you could see the light. Yeah, performing. You everybody know, who was up front and couldn't see up there couldn't realize. No, it's not even about seeing. It's about hearing. You know what gunshots sound like, and especially ARs. Well, look what happened in Monrovia the other day. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was a uh, it was called in as an active shooter at the Monrovia Mall. Um, but what it was was there was about six teens uh, with smash and grab. They had the hammers, and they went into a jewelry store, and it sounded like gunshots. So people were on their cell phones eating in the in the what do you call it the the food area. Mm, All of a sudden, people are running. You know, they're, they're that would have been dropping me. everything. That would have been me, <laughs> and they're running out of there because everyone's like, "Oh my god, is that gunshots? Is that gunshots?" And it sounded like it. So when they called it in, but when they checked the security film, it was just a bunch of guys just smashing the crap out of the, um, oh, like yeah, the they, stuff. and they stole over $200,000 worth Dang. of stuff. I'll tell you one thing, black people, when we see one person <laughs> run, we don't ask questions. It could be a sale and they run it to get, we just going to start running and then ask, what you want it for, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Well, I better be prepared if anything ever happens, Todd. You better start running. Yep, yep. He's going to leave me and the kids behind. Uh, y'all better start running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Ram, Ramad81 said you know, he liked the show. Bouncy Ball said, uh, was he a middle child? No, I don't know. I think I know he was young. Um, Good night, Gabby was a middle child. I'm the youngest. Uh, Bouncy Ball said, me too. All oh, the struggle of being a middle child. I don't know. I wouldn't know that feeling. Gabby would know. Oh, you're thing. the baby. I'm the youngest. Youngest. Yeah. Madden, that's the thing. That's why I said technically I am a middle child because we are four, but I'm one of the middle ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nadin said thanks to let us know. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Radman81 said love the show so far. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys who are new listening, uh, liking the show. We're glad you guys are tuning in. Um, Joseph is cracking up with smile, laughing faces. Nadin said, thank you, host, for a nice show. I hope I join your show again. Thank you, Nadin. Hope to see you again. Uh, Bouncy Ball said, I saw a video of parents grabbing their children off the merry-go-round. Yeah. I mean, they were literally, what I felt scary for was the the women that were pushing strollers but running with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were just grabbing their kids and jamming them. Imagine dude. they tilt over or something. That, yeah. Because that, 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 that did incite, like, basically, it looked like human form of cattle being scared. And, and like a what is that called a um stampede there you go gotcha brother there you go Nadin says good night guys and have a great night thank you Nadin. good night uh likes the show joseph likes the show and cookie smith likes the show i gotta get some more cookies yeah <laughs> yeah we got we got to get into I a no, cookie the, smith i, I, I cookie smith crime cookies that true cr- look at here, look at here cookie smith. let me tell you something cookie smith okay <laughs> let me tell you something you listen carefully i don't know what you put in that that true crime cookie but dang it, you put that sprinkle stuff in there, boy. You had us hooked like crack. I tell you, dude. Yeah, that, those. I'm telling you, that stuff was good. I, I will say, I will say this though. I will say this. Outside the stadium that me and you go to, and Angel Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, two one. Like the the cookies that they make out there. Oh yeah, that one. Okay, those are good. They're good. They're okay, and, and they smell great. But I, all I keep thinking every time we go there, and we're. It's Cookie Smith because I'm like I'm thinking, yeah, those cookies are fine and all, but if they were to make hers here, oh, oh. my, because they charge damn near what twenty four bucks for a bucket. Twenty four for a bucket, and that's of, what, like there's only like ten come in there. No, it's like there's like twenty or thirty cookies. Yeah, yeah they give you they get, but for twenty four bucks, come on. If I'm, if, if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna pay twenty four bucks, I'm gonna get what Cookie Smith makes. I agree. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Well, I don't think they're worth. No, I, I honestly, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. I'm not yeah. going to sneeze on them. But, but they're those, not great. They're no. I'd rather have Mrs. Phil's cookies than uh, the ones that... Uh, or Famous Amos. Famous Amos. Yeah, I love them. I I'm never tried, though. You <gasps> never have Famous How Amos? dare you? Oh, my God. How dare you? You guys almost died. Yeah, because that's like one of the best chocolate chip cookies oh. ever. And I didn't know it was made okay, by a black well, girl. you guys got to buy me one. I don't know what they did. That's, Famous Amos? That's I'll a black-owned business right I there. I did not know that until I saw the back of the box. All I know guy. is that the grinding true crime cookie was yeah. the best freaking sugar cookie of my life. Let me tell you something, Cookie Smith. I don't like to say <laughs> I got to talk serious with you. I don't know what you put in there. We need some more of those. But we need some more of those. Oh, yeah. She said, I appreciate the compliment. You getting all the compliment on that She one. needs. Stop sounding creepy. She's not going to make us anymore. I'm not, so... I'm not sounding creepy at all. <laughs> I know. He's like, I want some more of those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, it's plural. Yeah, yeah. He's like, give me some of those cookies. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, what's uh, Keanu Reeves? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, I want some cookies. 
Oh man. Yeah, so, I, I swear. I said some sent some here too. <laughs> Yo, those cookies were good. I'm I swear you. to God, she's got to open up her own store. I swear to God. I, we just had crumbles for the first time. Crumble cookie. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Did you get that from Jasmine? Yes, we did. Yeah, she gave me some of those too. Like it was was the French toast. The French toast. I'm like, God damn, this is sweet. It was good. It was good. Sweet. It was good. I'm not gonna say the best. The cookie monster one was so good. Yeah. The apple uh, cookie. That tasted like apple pie. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. good. I swear to God, though, we get we get big at all. We're gonna be selling the merch here soon, and then we're gonna we're gonna get Cookie Smith involved and be like, buy some of the best cookies you've ever had. Yeah, you know, those. be in England instead of uh, crumpets, try Cookie Smith's cookies <laughs> with your tea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Said, I still gotta try crumpets. She said I'll hook you up again soon. Oh, be heck love. Yeah. bouncy ball, Erica. I gotta try some crumpets. <laughs> I have never had crumpets, but I, the thought of tea and crumpets always intrigued me as a young kid when I watched uh, East Enders. Don't tell me why I watch EastEnders. Don't even, you know what Just EastEnders like is. why you watch Fire and Prejudice? You. <laughs> EastEnders, Wait. my sister, I don't know how, but. What happened to uh, the guy that, the, alone. that, that is on yeah, here? What happened a... to Mr. Darcy? Yeah, Mr. Darcy, Mr. Darcy was Darcy. all about you, man. Mr. Darcy left me alone. I don't know what happened. Balls didn't come in. First of all, I don't know. You know what, Todd? I, know, I have a feeling you know. <laughs> that dude had the picture and everything. He had the man. picture and I was like. Don't tell me what he's here. He's no, but seriously, I want to try some crumpets. Mm, okay, but yeah, East Enders. Do you remember that show? Uh, no, I never watched it. You know that show, right? We'll definitely get into it when we have more time. No, but no yes, no. I, I do. I, know I remember that. seeing it, and I did. I used to look at my sisters like, "You don't even understand what they're saying." It's like they're speaking in English. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Darcy is in England for sure because it's about 3 a.m. there, I think. <laughs> no. Well, let, with, that, with that being said, let's get out of here because we want y'all to get some sleep. So, yeah, appreciate um, it. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much, and we we appreciate the love. We'll announce it if we do another live at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So uh, with all that being said, thank you guys all. Uh, next, next time we do it, we'll probably answer up the phone calls, all right? But uh, this is Trining. Rining to Crime with your host, Maddie Matt, along with Gabby Gab. And Todd Fox. And we're out of here. Doodles. Peace. Y'all come back now, yeah. Okay, Kiana. <laughs> <laughs>